0: How Long Gone is here? Sunday morning. Uh, it is a little overcast here. I think the, the gates of hell seem to be opening up in New York. Is that true, Chris? What's going on over there, bro? Oh, yeah, it's
1: disgusting. You good? Oh, you good, it's, um. it's disgusting. It's it's honestly New York in July. is It, it makes me feel poor just being here. Mm-hmm. Um, the streets are littered with trash. The steam is rising up. The urine scent wafting through the train stations. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I did uh, get to step over a, 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 a bag of used needle needles today on the way to the gym. So things are looking up for me. I mean, I don't know how it's going over there in Glendale. I gotta
0: say a bag does not seem like a good needle receptacle. I feel like it's getting poked and prodded. I need to go glass <laughs> Maybe uh, we should d- donate some Arawan jars to the East Coast kind
1: of needle relief fund. It's cool that you. It's cool that you think that people that are using intravenous drugs are worried about how they're <laughs> transporting their needles. I, I don't think that's really. That's not. <laughs> that ranks pretty low on the on the chart of things I'm concerned with. But yeah, it's a disgusting. It's a disgusting weekend here. Um, and I was thinking about. Going to see some live music tomorrow, but the weather is just so bad, and it's outside. Who's who's
0: playing in the park? Friend so, of the show, so,
1: Noel, Gall- Noel Gallagher, <laughs> playing over over there at Summer Stage in Central Park. And I, I, I this somebody mentioned this to me today, and I, I didn't know he was playing. But a few years ago, I mean, a while now, Ezra and I went to see Liam and Richard Ashcroft at Summer Stage, and mm. it was, of course, biblical. But it also rain. It rained, and I remember how awful that was. So I think I'm just going to stay inside and kind of because Noel, I mean, let's be honest, his solo albums suck. He'll do he'll do 45 minutes of Oasis songs, but Mm -hmm. I I just feel like I have to choose a side and I chose Liam. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I, I think, you know, unless you have like a new umbrella that you're keen to show off, it doesn't seem, you know, it's it's getting harder and harder to work up the muster to go enjoy live music, isn't it? Especially as a aging, whatever we are. But I went. I went to a live concert last night, and I was like, "Friends of the show, Forcefield PR. They sent. They got me on the list to go see Sky Ferreira." And you know, you you, you know that you are old when people send you uh, the sort of run of show for the con. Like when yeah. you're young and yeah. you get on the guest list, you're like, "Oh, you, sick!" You don't even think I, about. I don't it. have to pay.
1: <laughs> you don't even think about it. And just then your when mind. you're our age, you're like,
0: "Okay, what time does the headliner go on? I just have to figure out with my dog sitter and like, oh." Is it 930 or is it like 950?
1: She she was playing in New York and Al's parents were in town and I also found out that it was at the Knockdown Center, which is like in Queens or something. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the lineup and I was like, this bitch is not going on till one in the morning. Mm-hmm. Based on what I'm seeing here. I heard that wasn't the case, but so the show last night was at a normal it was like a normal venue, like regular show.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think she went on at like nine thirty, was done by eleven. So it wasn't super crazy late. I'm hurt I mean, I'm hearing I'm hearing she's good. Yeah, she did well. I mean, you know, people people like her for her sort of mysterious stage presence. You know, she's kinda vamping up a little bit on stage. She's wearing trench coats and sunglasses and People are screaming "mother" at her. Sure, sure. Um, so sure, it's sure. there's there's like some similarities with with uh, Lana Del Rey where it's like it's it's not going to be a perfect show. You know, there's not going to be a whole lot of charismatic energy exuding from the stage. It's just kind of like singing and walking around a little yeah, bit. Not yeah. a, not a ton of
1: well, the major banter and electricity. The major difference between her and Lana Del Rey is she actually has songs. Um and Lana Del Rey doesn't, so that would make the show that would make the show a little <laughs> oh more god. exciting for me personally. Oh my god! Um, but I mean, look, Sky. Sky. I love, I ha- love
0: Sky. I love Mother, but L- Lana Del Rey has I don't know up seventy-eight more songs Bros, uh, than
1: she does. Sky. Sky Ferra Sky Ferreira's three best songs from her one good album are better than Lana Del Rey's entire catalog. I hate to say it, but it's just true it's just she's got how many the, the when you inners- say her one good album it's like you're talking like she has
0: more than one album she does i think
1: i think there's i think there's two right or is
0: there an ep and an album i don't really know but i mean they were they had a bunch of um signs posted up around around the entrance of the venue that were there's like a a coalition of, of people who are trying <laughs> to fight and help Sky Ferreira get out of her predatory Capitol Records contract.
1: I love this. I love this. I lo- I, I love and they're this.
0: alleging, which which I believe is true, but they're saying like Capitol hasn't let her release an album since 2015.
1: Well, if she keeps turning in shit, what, what are they supposed to do? <laughs> I just don't understand people, people, people getting like you understand that contracts are legally binding and then when you sign one with the counsel of your lawyer that you have to kind of adhere to that contract and i don't understand why people think you can just get out of that because you don't like it anymore that's just not how that's just not how it works
0: yeah but but there's there's situations where people will just hold them and not let them release music whether or not it's good or sellable, uh, think, you know, what I mean, it's that's been happening for I think decades. that's what we
1: hear from the artists. People have been taken
0: advantage of. I so think much. that's what
1: we hear from the artists because they sign the contract. <laughs> they don't and then they don't like it. But when they decide that they're too famous and they get to make their own decisions and then everybody's upset and that's just not how it works. I just don't understand You're,
0: you're capital Karen right now.
1: No, 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 I just don't
0: understand that. You got to hear all the sides.
1: I, yeah, I just I'm like obviously record labels do bad stuff and also artists are idiots like both of those things are true. Like I don't know what's going on in this case, but let's mm-hmm. let's keep it 100. I don't think most famous musicians are the most um how do we say it? like level-headed people, you know? They might want what they want mm-hmm. when when they want it and if if that doesn't work then all, everyone's evil, you know?
0: Yeah, but if 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 they're not if an artist is not as level-headed as uh, uh, as they should be, do they deserve to have their career slash
1: life sort of ruined? Well, that's why you don't sign a contract that isn't good. That's my whole point. And and don't tell me, oh, they were young. You everybody has a lawyer. <laughs> like everybody no one's signing a contract. I mean, I obviously people do sign contract with lawyers, but you know what I'm saying. Like if you're a mm-hmm. if you're a bubbling underground artist with a team around you then I just don't know what to tell you if you don't like your deal. Like, I just don't... I mean, it's just that you you did... You made a bad choice. We've all made bad choices. That's just what it is. Yeah. I'd like to take a look at this paperwork. Yeah, I mean, obviously, everybody can do bad. Like, record labels are bad, too. Everybody's bad. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. Because the reality of our, our sick, sad world is everybody wants what they want when they want it, and if they don't get it, then it's someone else's fault. And that's the that seems like what's going on here. But I do like the fact that some... Sky Ferreira fans are That
0: does not seem what's going on here.
1: are protesting her like she's in a in a in a prison <laughs> that she can't get out of. She's not being fed.
0: Well, that's uh, there's I mean, it's not a, a literal prison where she's being held captive, but her career is being held captive. And that's something that's happened to so many artists over the years. One successful or not successful, you know? Well, this is this Just entire careers have been tanked.
1: Uh, yeah, but it's it, people's
0: lives that they're ruining, you know?
1: I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. I think that's what the artists say, and because the fans want to believe them, that is what we that is the narrative that we are told. Well, you that's what you don't think, but you don't know. No, of course. But I also I also think that people could turn in a lot of bad music and the record labels like Try Again, chief. True. And I think that's very likely in a lot of the these cases Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. if you sign the contract that's the deal that's the deal you made i don't know what to tell you yeah like i just don't i mean unless you can buy yourself out of it or they'll let you go i don't know like i just find it hard to believe that giant corporations are care that much about somebody who hasn't made the money in 10 years they want to hold on to it just so no one else can have it Mm -hmm. I I think that that happens occasionally but I don't think that happens that often that seems unreasonable yeah that point I agree with that just seems unreasonable to me like that's bad for everybody
0: but there's so many politics you know It's, it's like it's all like personal connections and like oh this person's no of course agent in 2007 no, burn me on some other th- shit so i'm gonna punish them for the next 10 years like that's true that's the part that's a bummer and i, I like that part that's what when been, a couple of college football <laughs> when a, a couple of guys that just play golf every weekend are the ones who are controlling these like yeah. uh, beautiful artists lives and careers like no, you know that's, what? that's true i didn't that's We true. we went out to dinner and you didn't pick up the tab so two more years nosedive all your artist careers just for
1: fun two more years of no radio promo for sky Ferreira since you beat me
0: anyway shout out to our, our team over at caa we love you guys uh
1: well i'm glad she was i mean i'm glad the show is good what's the crowd like at a sky Ferreira show in 2023 is it is it our age or like no, tumblr chicks no no neither
0: neither the, a secret third thing 24 year old gay guys every it was the it was the I was maybe the only straight guy at that show. Really? It was wild. And there were not there were hardly any straight girls there too.
1: Damn, that's interesting. I would not have thought that. It was
0: a it was a a
1: gay celebration. I mean, yeah, I would think obviously like there's going to be that element, but I I don't know. I guess because she seems At least in my world, everyone likes her and always kind of has. Like, she's always been pretty popular with every kind of person I know. But I guess buying tickets to go see her is is different than listening to her.
0: To me, it was interesting because she, like I said, her last album was almost 10 years ago, probably. And the crowd is all, you know, people were 10 years ago were in fucking middle school or high school yeah. you know it was all a lot of young people and yeah it was really sweet to see because everyone was singing along very passionately it was her birthday and the whole crowd sang her happy birthday and she looked kind of emotionally taken back and it was it was a really very cute experience to see people who are like i need to see this show versus like i'm gonna go check it out you know what i mean where it's like this is this is my better help this is my therapy kind of thing like i have to sing along to these yeah these songs. yes
1: yes yeah i need I, I have to get this out or i'm going to die yeah what is the what is the infrastructure on stage like just a full band full
0: band a lot of lasers a lot of not a lot of spotlights kind of like top lighting backlighting definitely lurking in the shadows and the fog kind of vibe a little Little dark and mysterious, mm. little trench coaty.
1: Yeah, that's okay. That that sounds good. She
0: brought it. She sounded good. Then it was at this new venue called the Vermont, which is in a twisted part of town.
1: Where, where? Um, but it was it was okay. It was not bad. Where where is it, and what makes it so twisted? And how much did you pay for parking?
0: Uh, I we took a <laughs> lift because there was no parking there. It it's on Vermont and Santa Monica, which is basically like where Vermont and the 101 hits it's kind of it's next door to a gas station it's kind of like a no man's land in terms of anything else like okay (laughs) if you go i went on the website to see if they had valet and it said like parking tips we recommend you
1: take the metro red line like all right (laughs) you imagine (laughs) that's literally never happened in the history of la no one has ever suggested (laughs) taking the train in la that's unheard of
0: yeah unless you have a goddamn death wish no shade (whistles)
1: How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason?
0: BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So, for maybe the first half of our suite sessions, we we're spent off obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. So many different therapists to choose from.
1: I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelpcom slash long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com/slash/howlong. Nice so you do, were you guys on drugs for this, or was this kind of something you did under the influence of just a little a little martini?
0: Just a few martinis. Popped over to L and E. Had some oysters. Had some octopus. Had a little. Had some bubbles. We, you know, I like to start with bubbles when I'm having seafood, and then. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of martinis, a couple of cigs. We let our hair down. It was nice. But yeah, no drugs. Believe it or not,
1: I'm I'm shocked by that. I'm sure that no one else in the crowd was on drugs either. So you're probably in a good spot. It was actually kind of. Yeah, I ran into Stevie. Oh, I'm sure Stevie. I'm ran sure Stevie. Patrick Sandberg. Oh, I'm sure of that. I can imagine who was there that you knew. Um, and uh, luckily for you, it wasn't either 24 year old gay guys.
0: Yeah, I will say uh, it's the f- probably since I've been to like a club called Ronda or something. This is the most kind of groping i've had in a good long while from just passerby's <laughs> trying to get a taste you know
1: are you saying that they were because it was so packed or you're just saying it was a friendly audience both what is what a sweet way to put it but yeah friendly audience okay damn this sounds i'm, I'm kind of bummed i missed it i was i because i'm i'm a big sky Ferrara head you know that i, I love sky ferrera but i i, I don't I know that i i just i just i don't know shows are just tough man i don't know i'm always ready to go I know. As soon as I get there, I'm ready to go. And then- <laughs>
0: I think more and more shows will have sort of like the Delta Centurion lounge areas, or just like places where it's more comfortable, which is a bad thing overall for just art in general. But I think it's an it'll it's going to be better than when we eventually switch over to watching every concert and show with our Apple goggles. While uh, we're in the cold plunge or whatever. I don't think that's going to happen.
1: I, what do you mean? It's already happening. It's not going to happen. I mean, it's going to happen. Sure, there's always nerds that do things. But like, I don't think that AI and goggles will ever replace live Not Not AI. Me. I just no, don't think that's w- actually realistic.
0: It's one thousand. Bro, come on. I think the Coachella live feeds, the Glastonbury live feeds, they all look so good. They're so amazing. And in about five years... Every single week, a new famous person is being pelted with a cell phone or another device. We talked about this a few episodes ago about how you know what's going on. Why are so many people getting hit? Harry Styles, Drake have been hit
1: with stuff on stage. Not Drake, not not Harry with the with the kiwi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what did you know? What Harry got hit with? Literally a kiwi, like a a fruit. The kiwi (laughs) fruit. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. What a cute thing to throw. I mean, it can be messy. It could be messy once he stomped on it with one of his, you know, Cuban heels. But it is, <laughs> it is, it's less. It's got to be less painful than a cell phone, that's for sure. One thousand
0: percent. But it could, and and not too messy. You know, you get hit with a tomato. That's that's an act of violence. That's like it's going to explode. It's going to squish. You, you th- throw an egg at somebody. Boom. But a kiwi, they're pretty dense enough. And you, unless you get a nice Wiser Farm super ripe, you know, like picture uh, just right in season. It's probably just gonna bounce right
1: off of you. It's <laughs> just bounce right off of you. I mean, well, also the, <laughs> t- the tomato has di- different connotations.
0: But you know, every like Beyonce concerts and Taylor Swift concerts, you gotta fucking take out a small business loan in order to go to one of these things. Like all these parents of the little kids who are you know, you know, slitting their wrists because they don't get to go see Taylor at fucking Kansas City Arena or whatever. Their parents got to fucking sell their car to buy tickets and the hotels and the whole thing. I know
1: all of this. I know all of this. I know. I know. I, I, I see the end. It's
0: getting so much easier and people do not want to go outside. Supply chain issues. COVID ruined it all. I think COVID started it and then and VR will will be the nail in the coffin. No, and for 1999, just, no, we're going di- to go see Taylor Swift. We're going to have our glow-in-the-dark um, Bluetooth batons that light it's just up not gonna, for each it's just, song. It's what, not going to happen.
1: It's not going to happen. It's too, the amount of time that VR has been around and no one has cared. I mean, it's, it's just, it's been, it's been around forever and no one gives a shit. The Apple headset is $4,000. So that's pretty that's that's going to keep a lot of that, I, that I said sort five of, years. A lot of stuff can happen in five years. No, I don't I think that I think that like things will be televised but that's that's like already happens like that's not a big deal. I don't think that I just don't see it. I think people I think that people our age don't want to go to anything. I don't think 13 year olds want to watch it on TV that you could say the same thing about sports like like going to a football game is like pulling teeth. It takes fucking forever. There's no way you're going to stop 50 year old men from going to see fucking football live. There's just no way it's the same. It's the same idea. There's just no way. I don't know because they keep
0: playing fucking black eyed peas and shit and, and having commercial breaks and you know playing like DJ snake remixes every time you know i can't go to a fucking sports game anymore it's, i mean i never could it's all, it,
1: everything everything just t- everything just takes too long that's the bottom line everything takes too long like every band thinks they need to play for two hours I, no one wants to hear you for two hours bro <laughs> get up there every every band on the face of the earth should do an hour that should be a law no one should play for more than an hour we don't need it if you can't pack all the good stuff into an hour oh honey. think about it do you really? Who wants to see Bruce Springsteen for three hours and forty five minutes? That's fucking crazy. Like that's so crazy that he plays for that long. I don't want to see him for three minutes and forty five. No, me, but, me neither. But no,
0: I agree. But it's crazy. But what? I mean, Morrissey. He, Morrissey's got more than an hour of slaps, though.
1: Not really. Not. I mean, like yes. Like in theory. What? I mean, in theory, yeah. But no one really. Is you tweaking? No one really does. Think about it. You are tweaking. No, think about it, bro. You don't. I don't need more than an hour. And if there's five slaps that I don't get to hear, but I get to hear the twenty I like, I'm I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need. I, I just think that the, the, this like. But I think that's what's actually happening is that the ticket price is causing people to play longer because they feel like they have to. Mm. Like you're like if you're gonna pay this much money to see me, then I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my numbers. And you're gonna you're gonna love that, but it's like bro, three hours before, like the Cure playing all the hits in the third encore. Like give me, I'm out, I'm already gone. I've been gone for two hours. Yeah,
0: maybe that's maybe that's kind of the interesting angle is everyone is is has that guilt of like yeah, I feel bad charging these people who have you know three grand in the bank account, eight hundred and forty five dollars to come see Beyonce or whatever, and you have to go and and wait in the virtual line to buy your clear Telfar bag so you can you know bring in all of your fenty lip kits and stuff into the concert at at some point you're like oh my god i feel i feel bad i have to deliver the world's greatest show every single night so much pressure and i think there needs to be a second option where you're like hey guys tickets uh you know it's just a regular ticket price and i'm probably going to do like 45 minutes it's going to be pretty good but like that's that's it i think a lot of people are going to be like (laughs) yeah I don't need the fuck I don't want the whole tasting menu for 11
1: hours just yeah let me get the a la carte fucking wings and we good no it's like yeah it's like I don't we show up we got the full band we play the songs there's no dancers there's no backdrops there's no 20 foot Virgil statue throwing a paper plane mm-hmm. there's no remote controlled sperm <laughs> this is just straight up like. We play the songs you want to hear. We have fun. Everybody gets out, and you're you're out of there in under an hour yeah. for a hundred bucks.
0: That's not a bad idea.
1: This is a good idea.
0: I mean, that's kind of what they package with Vegas, right?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, basically, yeah, basically. But that, but then you have to travel. You're like paying. Speaking of touring, um, mm. New York Times Styles cover this weekend is comedian Matt Rife. Bummer. Sold in, in 48 hours, six hundred thousand tickets to his tour hmm 600,000 tickets to his <laughs> tour and he's going to everywhere. He's going to Australia. He's going, you know, like every single part of the world. He is touching. If you guys aren't familiar with Matt Rife, he's like a bad comedian who looks like a TikToker, but he famously smashed Kate Beckinsdale, which did make him pretty cool in my eyes. Um, mm, wow, I guess he had this viral. I didn't know about this. I mean, I knew about him from like the internet and he's friends with Tim Dillon and stuff, but he I guess had this viral video where he was doing some crowd work and a woman was like annoyed that her boyfriend came home and like didn't do anything. Like he was just kind of a bump on a log and during during the crowd work, they discover that her boyfriend was like an ER nurse like hero and so he's like (laughs) he's like he just absolutely roasts her I guess for being like her your boyfriend is lazy when he's a frontline worker Mm -hmm. and that made him. So popular on TikTok that now he can sell 600,000 tickets and he's doing like six shows a weekend in Syracuse mm-hmm. and he's just making a fortune.
0: So is there something wrong with him? Like I know a lot of people don't like him and are annoyed by him. Is, it, is, is he just sort of like an annoying
1: personality? Uh, it's because he's hot. Or did he like do something bad? No, it's because he, like okay. bo- he looks like he's in the Backstreet Boys and comedians are notoriously uh, ugly. So I think they're, they're like this guy.
0: Oh, that makes sense.
1: This guy isn't funny, uh, which he's not really that funny, but like most comedians aren't funny. So at least, I mean, like he has something going for him, obviously. But I mean, I, you know, yeah. all this being said, I, I think the 600,000 tickets are, you know, 598,000 female tickets but it's like so people are every, mad because it's all women
0: yeah he's he's a hot chiseled cheekbone guy and he's doing crowd work so if you're a real comedian
1: you're like this is some fucking horse shit exactly i mean i think and he's, he's got cum gutters and stuff the yeah whole thing. yeah it's just it's funny it's funny because i feel like i've heard about him for years as he's be, dane cooking yeah he's kind of dang cooking except he's actually good looking um but yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. Ooh, come on, bro. I, he was on MTV's Wild Out? Cu- Wild and Out? Of course. I mean, a feeder for fame. MTV's Wild and Out, uh, hosted and created by a friend of the show, Nick Cannon. Ooh. Yeah, but he, I just was like, I didn't know he had... I knew he was like popular, I didn't know it was like that. That's a staggering amount of that's crazy. Man, you can go far with
0: crowd work nowadays.
1: I was just I didn't know it was I didn't know it was like I didn't know it was like that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting cuz he's tapping into something that I've always been taught about the entertainment business that if you can get like Teenage girls, then everyone else will follow, mm-hmm. and it seems like that is what he is doing. Which in in the comedy world, that is not a common thing <laughs> that happens. You know what I mean? Like I can't think of a time it's happened. Actually. Me, me, and the girlies we're
0: all gonna get together and go <laughs> yeah. to a-
1: his. I believe one of his fratern- fraternity br- brothers from college is his tour manager too, which is even better, bro.
0: Ohio State till I fucking die, bro. <laughs> the Ohio State. That's my
1: that's my brother.
0: That's my brother. Uh I did I wanted to talk to you about socks, Chris.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I've had a tough week in the ankle area. <laughs> the uh for our listeners who are, are unaware, Chris
0: wrote uh he writes a a strategist. It's a website that recommends products and things like that to people. And he's got a recurring column there and and somebody asks asks him questions and he answers them, usually about clothing and stuff like that. But Chris was taking a a, a pretty not that crazy stance, basically saying like he does not recommend wearing no show socks because, you know, for to me it feels like an obvious reason and he was saying either wear no sock or just a regular sock, but the no show sock is just a no no no. And I don't really know anyone that wears no show socks, and if they do they must have good ones because I can't see them. But <laughs> yeah, it
1: was it was, it was crazy. You don't have any <laughs> sock uh, uh, no show sock identifying where.
0: People. Yeah, yeah, people who proudly display the no show. But I mean, I, and I understand the practicality of them, and you know, and and all that stuff. But it's just not right. You know, it's like wearing an condom. It's just not right. It just it's just wrong in the eyes of God to wear a no show sock. And I thought that most people that we we hang out with would agree with that. And then, um, just, I looked at the comments on the Instagram and it is, to me, it was, it was as divisive as like a Fox news kind of thing. Like, I don't know, maybe the, (laughs) the people who, who read and and subscribe to the strategist maybe are, are, are less savvy and culturally, um, aware than I realized, but it, it was it was like Facebook comments on a Trump post level of idiocracy, <laughs> and the amount of people who were offended and attacked and wronged by somebody saying that they think that no-show socks are ugly. I mean, because normally I see this all the time. You get shit online, you people hate you on Twitter, and you know people come for you a lot, and that's pretty normal. And you're used to it, but this, I was reading the comments, and it was just, it, it was like a cultural divide. People <laughs> felt like no, you I know. had, like, this rich boy privilege because you don't wear socks with, you know, a loafer or something like that, or... If you do wear a sock, it's just a regular sock. It was Uh, uh, mind-blowing. I mean, it was
1: personally attacking
0: me. I got to pull up some of these comments.
1: Let me see here. Pulling out all the stops to let me know how stupid I am for saying that no-show socks are for nerds, which I did think that was a pretty common thing. And also, like, I I guess the passion that it incites is what is surprising, you know? Like, disagreeing is one thing, but, but th- I think this was taken to a different level.
0: It was uh, – I've talked about it before, but, like, you know, when we were all uh, taking stock of everything, maybe, maybe it, we are all racist. Maybe we are all bad people going on, you know. This reminded me of that where people, they did not want to look themselves in the mirror um, from the ankle down and admit <laughs> – that they have made an egregious error <laughs> by wearing some fucking Nike dunk Lowe's with no show socks. And <laughs> they don't want the to admit blows. that like this this is not good. It was a crazy thing to see all these people all over the world who have eight followers on Instagram to just feel so strongly and and that's what's that's where the strategist is really smart by having you create these things that just drive people insane. But like <laughs> yeah. you know, people have all you know, it's just like in and out and shake shack, like those types of, of like basic arguments. Lowest common denominator arguments to distract you from whatever else is going on. This is just like that, just like socks or no socks. And then who knew that you would light a match and throw it on socks or no socks and it would just be this explosion of uh of anger and vitriol it was it was crazy to see but after seeing that i can see how you know like fox news and and all this shit really do radicalize people and turn them into fucking insane people something as simple as this turned into a full cultural divide (laughs) a full well you know class war it's
1: like everything else it's and the,
0: you're telling people just buy the hanes socks on amazon that cost 10 bucks <laughs> and the they're $80. like this rich boy <laughs> motherfucker
1: well no they like to comment on my on my looks they like on my clothing of course a lot of you know, most people this paisley were, suit where paisley <laughs> people were complaining mostly were talking shit about your uh, your
0: tattoos was something i saw the most
1: yeah there was a lot of tattoo slander they,
0: they were hurt by you saying you don't like no show socks <laughs> so badly that they feel that they need to hurt you by insulting okay this guy jeremy underscore live first fashion is a personal expression (laughs) wear what makes you feel good thought and effort are what matters i.e look good equals feel good buck options you don't agree with i feel like there should i'm gonna place in some like
1: inspirational music Uh, yeah this this guy this guy went this guy went crazy
0: buck options that you don't agree with and lean into and do more of the comments that make you feel good. I don't know, okay. Um, Second, white socks are the exception. It looks lazy, hides features, and probably makes you look shorter. (laughs) What does hides features mean? I don't know. Like your feature is your fucking shitty ankle? Uh, In formal or professional setting, it's a huge no-no. As if anyone is gonna be wearing uh, like white Nike socks in a formal setting. Um, yeah. You thought about your, shoe, your suit, shirt, tie, parentheses optional, belt, parentheses <laughs> optional with the right pants and socks to then show some crew socks when seated. No one will take you remotely serious. <laughs> Done to death projects, either no one told you crew socks are only acceptable for lazy teens that are coming of age and finding themselves and or (laughs) only your mother told you you look cute.
1: This person spent an hour writing this comment on his little phone. If anybody that goes longer than a paragraph, it's always kind of nonsense. And then I click most of them are private, of course. And then if I click, I'm like, oh, you're you're literally like a loser who makes $30,000 a year and has a dog. And you're trying to tell me about, like, <laughs> bro, you're not doing any deals in tube socks. You're not doing any kind of deals at all. Like, you, you, like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, what fantasy do you live his, in? His professional setting is the Verizon store that he works at. <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker definitely works at a Verizon store. It's crazy. Or, like, I volunteer at the local
0: veterinarian office, and I would never sit
1: down wearing crew socks. The comments are crazy, but also it's, like, I... I, I it's weird to say this, but I knew when I got this question and I answered it, I had this weird feeling that's like, I this feels, I, I don't know why I didn't. I'm not saying I predicted this or I saw it coming, but I felt like because I said mm-hmm. no show socks are for nerds, and you should you never felt a storm a <sighs> brewing. Well, I just was so declarative about it and people hate me because they they think everything I suggest is too expensive when it's like a $120 pair of sunglasses like this rich fuck doesn't know and it's like, bro, wh- where are you getting sunglasses? Like how do you <laughs> even have the internet? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, how do you pay for the internet? Like, what are we, what are we talking about? It's crazy. <laughs> um, but this one in particular, yeah, this one in particular, like, I was afraid I, I thought I might get some death threats, you know. Yeah. And it did.
0: Man, if you end up dying over no show socks, that's gonna be crazy.
1: <laughs> Not even Drake had that on his odds. No, it's 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 yeah. Stake.com. Go ahead and place your bets. Does Chris get killed over his opinion on no show socks? I I think the the reason why
0: your your all of your action gets so much action like this is because you're so declarative and definitive and objective about these things which for some people it drives them mentally insane and their brain cannot process it it feels like they're taking crazy pills and then for other people who have i don't know positive brains and healthy brains and good minds are like oh this guy's funny Anyway, on with my life, or just like, oh, I I would <laughs> like to argue. Well, or, it- this seems like a fun person to challenge their opinions. I mean, that's the whole basis of the podcast you're listening to right now. Chris says a bunch of shit that he believes in strongly, mostly object or subjective subjects that he speaks on objectively. And everyone that we're friends with and all of you guys that listen are like, oh, man, this fucking guy. And then everyone else feels like fucking driving a driving a nail through their hand because they are so
1: insane. It's just, it reminds me they of... They, like, don't know how to handle it. It reminds me of something like David Coggins being, or Tom Ford being like, you should never wear shorts in the city. You know what I mean? Or whatever, something like that. Like, shorts are for the beat. Right, Like, right. I, so you're like, how come How come Tom Ford
0: gets to say this shit, but, but I
1: don't? <laughs> no, I just mean that, I just mean that, like, why on earth do i care if i want to do something i'm going to do it i don't care i just that's what i don't understand i don't understand like if i was like damn you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna text david coggins right now and tell him to go fuck himself because he doesn't like he doesn't think i should wear shorts in the city like why would i like who cares like what difference does it make you know it really i really don't understand and these people also aren't like I also think that most of these people commenting, these aren't people that like actually care about how they look. I looked at some of them. they look like shit. So it's not even about like a, (laughs) it's not like a fashion thing. You know what I mean? It's like a personal, that's what, that's what's so weird about it. It's not about the look. It's about, it's it's
0: people who throw birthday parties for their pets. Yeah, no,
1: totally dude. Exactly. It's exactly this. And I'm like, and, and put a,
0: and put a photo of the cake on their Instagram grid because that's kind of all they got. Like
1: bro, you shop at TJ Maxx, like you shouldn't be worried about, you're clearly not worried about clothes at all. That's so, so, why how does this matter to you? Like, you don't, st- I mean, maybe, I, I don't know. I, I was, I was blown away by it. And, um, I will continue to fight the good fight against no show socks. Um, and thank you for your support during this difficult time, Jason.
0: It, it was scary because it really was like a cultural divide and like a class, classist kind of, uh, level of anger when you're, you're telling, you know, you know who wears the, the, the least amount of socks homeless motherfuckers they ain't <laughs>
1: never have socks so like don't don't bring money into this you guys yeah i don't i also think the suggestions were nike socks hayne and haynes and socks and Uniqlo socks which are probably the three kind of best cheap options like i, I didn't it wasn't like i was suggesting
0: yeah here, here's a here's a amazon link to haynes chub pack of <laughs> yeah socks. like i wasn't suggesting the homie the homie that just got out is wearing those socks <laughs> <laughs> this ain't, this is not like the Paul not, Smith. Collection. I wasn't
1: suggesting Charvet socks that come knee high for 80 a pair. I don't know, man. I, I was, this whole thing, and it doesn't, <laughs> it, it's not stopping. Like, I woke up this morning and there was an alert from a guy, like, this dumb white mother, bald motherfucker doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. When will they like, people are demanding that I'm deplatformed for this. <laughs> <laughs> they want me deplatformed they want me de-platformed for my opinion on socks. You're you're like you're the Alex Jones addressing. I didn't know. I I just didn't see this one coming. I mean, I felt a little. I knew it was too declarative, but I thought that socks were. Kind of so low on the priority list that it maybe it wouldn't maybe it wouldn't rattle cages.
0: You know, we gr- we grew up our whole lives. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll stop talking about this. But we've we've grown up our whole lives without no-show socks, and then no-show socks came around, just like good point you know, dress good shirts point. that you don't have to tuck in, and all this stuff. And people feel like they've cheated the system. They feel like they've found mm-hmm, their mm-hmm. ankle Ozempic, or they're like oh my god, this problem that I've been living with my entire life has been solved because. Some guy decided to find a hack and make the socks little or, or, or woman. When somebody is like, hey, this is like this thing that you came up with that you think is like a solve for all of your problems is is kind of dorky looking and I don't like it. They they blow a fuse. They bl- I mean, that's their that's, their world comes crashing down. They have no. They have nothing to live for anymore. And that's
1: literally what's happening. That's literally what happened. And that's why all these people keep getting hit with phones on on stage. He brought it all the way fucking back. I knew. I knew it was. I knew there was a reason for this, Jason. Yeah. I think we have to talk about um the Jonah therapy talk scandal.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's get into it, player. I'm I'm gonna edit it so this is at the beginning of the podcast so people don't have to sit through. 45 minutes of us talking about socks to get to the <laughs> the protein of the convo as david Show says
1: no i think that I, jonah's getting killed because his ex uh posted some texts where he was talking about his boundaries mm-hmm. and it was extremely like therapy aa coded talk mm-hmm. but i guess that it's like people i'm not totally clear on what it i mean it's it's definitely weird <laughs> and I don't know. I I, I just people people are just like he's getting like killed for this and it is not good. He's getting killed from the from the
0: hypocrisy of what he's saying while he's sort of taking on the reins as the de facto therapy
1: guy. I'm therapy guy. I'm therapy guy because I don't think I, I feel like he maybe wasn't clear on the fact that like having boundaries for yourself doesn't mean you can tell your chick what she can and can't do that's the i think that's the major issue i think that's the major issue like if you don't like me surfing with other guys then uh you have to i guess break up with me because i'm not like you can't tell me not to do that well the you know like that's we don't
0: know the entire story and from what the way he was sort of trying to justify or like show show his strategy behind these requests seemed to allude to the fact that she had maybe broken his trust or like something involving you know instagram or surfing with hot dudes or whatever okay created some issue in their relationship i.e maybe she cheated or he caught some you know caught her on instagram you know flirting with some hot surfer dudes that made him feel uncomfortable or whatever very
1: possible we'll never know i don't think he'll and, like-
0: and that's no excuse there's no excuse for any of this but his 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 texts were coming from a perspective of a guy who seemed to have been burned in many relationships but you know like i said i, I think have no idea i think that's possible about his personal life and i'm not
1: defending him in any way <laughs> i think that's possible i also think he could just be like yo I'm, these surfing guys are hot and i'm not as good of a surfer as they are or as you are so i'm a little pissed Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Korea
0: World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show, Matt Rodbard. The New York Times best-selling authors
1: of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine both in Korea and in Koreatowns across the United States with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography.
0: The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs,
1: home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding. The tour continues with late night food adventures in Los Angeles, my hometown, and
0: stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from New York City to Portland who are putting modern spins on Korean classics.
1: Recipes include giant short ribs, whole fried smash rockfish, and pineapple kimchi fried rice. I'm sad I didn't get to name the foods and you did.
0: <laughs> Korea World is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of
1: food. Available wherever books are sold. <laughs>
0: Well, you can't be pissed, but also, you know, don't, don't date a thoroughbred if you can't fucking drive
1: it, you know? That's true. I mean, the fact that surfing is the forefront of all this is really makes me chuckle. I, I really find that so funny because it's like
0: one of the most chill ass activities.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like literally it's built us as chill ass activities, but then all I hear about it is guys punching each other in the water over stealing waves. And now this, so I can't tell what the truth is about the surfing community. Mm hmm the therapy talk like AA talk, it's just it's really a lot for people. And this is unfortunately, I think this kind of thing is happening. Not not like the You can't do this. You can't do that. But like this kind of talk where it's like, these are my boundaries, like kind of talking like a, a therapy robot to people versus being like, hey, I didn't really I didn't really like this thing that happened. <laughs> like you can't like we have to be yeah. normal. Like you have to take your you have to take what you learn in these hmm in these like self betterment scenarios and like apply them to life. Like you can't talk like a fucking robot. Like no one's going to respond well to that. Like I, yeah. imagine if I came to you and was like, Jason, um, I'm feeling like you're kind of uh, overstepping your boundaries in our work relationship. You'd be like pussy. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, there would be no, but there's a way if I was like, Hey bro, that was fucking annoying. You'd be like, Oh my bad. And that would be the end of it. Like it makes everything more. It makes everything. It makes everything elevated and more serious than it needs to be and I think that's the the scariest part of all this kind of language be becoming prominent
0: I, I would say this this type of therapy speak is the emotional version of no show socks it's a workaround <laughs> to make things easier that not necessarily means it's better yeah it's it's a way because a lot of people have a hard time you know asking and creating boundaries you know in the in the literal sense of like hey can we sit down? I want to discuss some boundaries in our relationship moving forward. That's a hard thing to do. You feel kind of silly doing it. You know, It's kind of weird, but if they give you these tools on how to do it, it might help some people who have a hard time doing it, but it's such an easily abusable situation, like, like you were just saying, and, and these texts seem to show, it's easy to just use that as another tool to gaslight your shorty. So... <laughs> uh in the wrong hands this type of therapy speak can be used for evil which is which is a bummer but also like if if i was 22 and i had these tools (laughs) find me the gas line we lighten it i'm
1: cracking my knuckles and flicking my big but it's the way this stuff has come to prominence the same way that kind of like all the garbage language from the office has come into prominence like it's crazy to me that people are like sitting down to their friends and saying i need to talk about boundaries the same way it's crazy that people are like oh yeah i'll just loop back with you in real life
0: also we can circle back on our touch base about how you cheated on me yeah it's just it's
1: it's crazy it's like that's this is how we're talking now and like i think that's we gotta stop like we we just gotta stop like this doesn't it doesn't feel normal to talk like that and i don't think it it's it's becoming uh, so prominent that I think we're going to lose lose sight of how conversation should be had. It's concerning.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting that we've got to the point in our lives where these screenshots of these text messages intimately showing how you speak to people that you're actively trying to have sex with. Is, is somehow more damning or shameful than like a, a dick pic or like a Hunter Biden type of, you know, like a picture of you smoking crack getting topped off. Hunter Biden. In some fucking hotel room or like a picture of your fucking asshole. Hunter Biden's more well-liked
1: right now than Jonah Hill. <laughs> no question. Yes. No question.
0: Yeah, because Hunter Biden would never text stuff like this. He'd be like, he would just write back "bye ho" with like a really funny emoji, like a wheelchair emoji. Him saying "bye ho" when he finds out that like she went surfing with a guy that's hotter than him, and it would be done with. And Hunter Biden doesn't even remember that girl.
1: No, I think it's, I think it's also just like, I mean, he's famous. That's half of it. You know what I mean? Is like that's half of it. Is he's just really famous? But I think also, you know, he he's like a guy who is like. He's just such an interesting celebrity because he's like beloved in such a way because he's so talented and he's he's been so good for so long but then like you know there's just there's always something with it you know the, the people want to talk about his weight people want to talk about the surfing people want to talk about the mental health and it's like mm-hmm. it's just it, it it it's moved so far away from any sort of acting or skill discussion that yeah. like this is now this guy's this guy's a fucking A-list. Cele- this is like one of the greatest actors of our generation. Probably he's like an A-list celebrity. And we're talking about him being like, don't surf with that guy. Like, mm. it's crazy. <laughs> like, he's in the wrong. He's like in the wrong. But also, like, I, I just can't believe this is what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, I guess it's kind of because of his maybe that's why people are so fascinated by him. It's the juxtaposition of an A-list talent combined with somebody who's i'm assuming you know insecure about their their looks their weight you know their mental health or whatever and you put those things together and it's weird you get to see somebody who's in that top a-list spotlight who is not walking around
1: big big Willie style yeah that's true actually i think you're probably right about that i think that's like watching them kind of stumble i mean i think like this is this is this whole thing is a real you know uh could only happen today kind of situation for for many reasons yeah of course um, but yeah i think you're probably right i think i think like the insight that he's given us on like his mental state like f- which he's done like you know for, for profit basically like whether you know I'm sure it's it's healing to him in some way but like if you make a fucking movie with your therapist for Netflix like you're getting paid for that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and like saying that you know I'm not going to do press anymore because that's not good for my mental all that all that stuff it only makes people crave it more yeah you know. Like that's, it's, it's like when people make a, when people are like, I'm, I'm deleting my social media and then two weeks later they're back and it's like, <laughs> you dumbass if you wouldn't have said anything, we wouldn't even notice you were gone. Mm-hmm. And now we get to clown you for coming back. Clowning it's just, it's like. the, all these declarations, all, all this kind of stuff is just not, it's just not necessary. Like, just don't do the press. Like, just, just don't do it. You don't need to announce it. Like, it's okay.
0: If, just, if you it, were, it's, it's fine if you were, um, Jonas, publicist, what, 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 what's your game plan moving forward to clean this up? Do you think he's got
1: a chance? Is there a path? Oh yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? To no, getting back on the straight. Of course, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, look, I, I'll hear. I still hear R. Kelly coming out the whip. So Dumb. we're. I think we're fine on this. <laughs> uh, no, I think that. I mean, no, he's just not gonna. He's not gonna do anything. Mm-hmm. He's, he's too. He's at that level. He's at that level of fame and the way things work now, where he can just kind of like all right, I'm going to lay low for six months. I just had a baby. Like I'll be in Malibu Mm -hmm. peace. Like it doesn't, no one's going, no one's going to this, this won't, I don't think this will reverberate like some other things would. Well,
0: hopefully Jonah, I know you're listening. Learn from some mistakes, move forward, we believe in you, turn it around.
1: oh we can turn it around but you're the 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 fact that you're right that like using the hunter Biden smoking crack driving the car thing being like people basically being like that's cool yeah and this being like this is this is too far is is a wild look at where we are as a society.
0: It used to be like, oh they're a guy who I could have a beer with or a person I could have a beer with. yeah, and now that changed into this person. Is based or not based. Yes. And Hunter Biden is based. Yes. And Jonah Hill is not based. And yeah. and that's not something you can buy
1: or learn or teach. It's just something that you have to figure out on your own. You either got it or you don't, baby. It's called Swagoo. I also, I <laughs> sent you um a little thing that was another thing from the New York Times said that was really... Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool just to get into our little food bag, but it seems <laughs> like it seems like women yeah, pull this up. It seems like women on TikTok have reengineered um eating like they've completely kind of revolutionized. They've re-
0: rebranded
1: it. They've changed, rewritten the narrative on eating a meal. The story, yeah, <laughs> rewritten the narrative on eating a meal. <laughs> the, the headline is, is it a meal, a snack? No, it's a, quote, girl dinner. Women across TikTok are showing off their suppers, snack plates made by one person for the consumption and enjoyment of one person. And then there's a picture of a plate that basically looks like it's for a fucking toddler with some nuts and some cheese and some olives on mm-hmm. the plate. And this is a story in the newspaper that women on TikTok are putting, are putting food, it, it's, a, it's a mezze style is that maybe how you would describe it, Jason? Yeah, yeah,
0: it, yeah, you, yeah. You get a plate. You get a maybe. Yeah, like you said, some some olives, some crackers, some little kind of pieces of cheddar cheese or something, and then we have ourselves a girl dinner. I guess this is sort of off the heels of a hot girl blank, hot girl walk, hot girl whatever. The only discrepancy I see on the on the sub headline there. Um, showing off supper snack plates made by one person for the consumption of one person. I, th- I think the consumption of one person that that makes sense. But like, does it have to, does it technically have to be made by only one person? Like, do you have to make it for yourself and then you eat it for yourself? I, I want to know, can I make my girl a girl dinner? Great or question. Does it have to be made by her?
1: Because I bet you'd be pretty disappointed if you got home from a long day on the job site you sat down for a hearty meal to kind of warm your warm your cockles. Boy,
0: are my dogs barking! What's for supper? We got a pot roast.
1: What's going on? Okay, exactly. The ribs that you smelled were coming from the neighbor. You sit down and it's a it's mm-hmm. just some feta <laughs> and some peanuts uh, with some maybe a little maybe a little t- tomato, a small slice of bread, but not enough to fill you up.
0: Have you have you guys seen Persian cucumbers? They're like little smaller. They're so good. <laughs>
1: this looks disgusting honestly this looks just even though i know all this stuff i mean i don't i'm not an olives guy but most of this stuff obviously tastes good i understand that but this presentation and this idea is just so depressing to me like i'd rather eat a bowl of cereal in front of the tv alone like this is just weird (laughs) well i think okay so
0: uh on the image that you sent me it has that and then there's an image of of a plate and then there's a little kind yeah. of caption that says, "You know, you're on beat when." Oh
1: well, that was well. That's because I screenshot this from um, Byline's Instagram. Oh, we we've all been doing this. We've all been talking about this, and now the New York Times has swooped in to to solidify it.
0: So we've all this has all been happening, and now it's been been verified. Yes, and and cauterized in the annals of time, thanks to the paper of record. Uh, exactly, exactly. Just yeah. like how that's been rebranded, like oh. I'm walking. This is a hot girl walk. Because I know that this walk is not just walking. It has to have a purpose. It has to be involving wellness. And and now this is the same thing of like, I'm not just going to eat dinner. I'm going to have a girl dinner where...
1: I'm so busy doing girly things and but I did have time to go to the farmers market and procure all of these artisanal ingredients of course. I mean, I was able to fit that in. I did in. have time to marinate my feta. <laughs> I was able to I mean, you know, between between my job and my kids and and you know, going out every night, I was able to kind of I was able to hit the hit the hit the farmer's market it's not nothing could ever stop me from that that's kind of where i refill my tank
0: this is a little uh, rebranding and repurposing in a way that i don't like of sort of like that like the peasants meal that was sort of popping it was a little mm-hmm. gohari where it's like yeah yeah for 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 my supper i'm so hot i have to punish myself by having uh, a handful of boiled potatoes and a raw carrot that kind of thing or just like yeah a very a very kind of peasant you know a torn piece of stale bread and a sardine the a fish
1: disgusting trend really kicked all this off i feel like like, I, I do feel like it really it really set us in a bad motion where people are acting like it's delicious to eat fish out of a can. <laughs> and I just think that you're lying to yourself. I think you like to do it and the cans are pretty and you get to have a cracker with it so it doesn't taste as bad as it would. But, like, <laughs> Jason, you're not pulling up to Griffith Park for the picnic with the tin fish. And I trust you on this stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm, I, I sit with you on this, but it is something that I'm fascinated by because people – it's a meal where people seem to need to tell other people or they find it novel and interesting that they are absolutely satiated by eating a small plate of sardines and like a handful of olives for dinner or just like (laughs) a can of any weird seafood and like a fork and they're like i really like this i'm not eating this for fun it's I'm not stuffed. for content <laughs> this is like my dream ideal meal and i wonder if that's actually true and and then i'm sort of jealous of that because i you know if it's not performative whatsoever and you really do like it it's like tweeting hey guys i really like eating sandwiches or like i like macaroni and cheese and everyone's like Oh, good for you bro but <laughs> sick
1: me <laughs> sick me too <laughs> that's
0: awesome i'm glad you
1: like to eat the sandwich but this is also getting into the the abundance table trend from like last summer where people would spend mm. five thousand dollars at the italian green market to stuff their table with shit that it's impossible for them to eat uh the amount of yeah, a
0: bunch of chestnuts that you'll never be able to crack open <laughs>
1: This feels like a res- a response to that a little bit because this is more minimal, you know, and less wasteful. So maybe maybe we're maybe we're trending back in the right direction. I'll be eating meals like a normal person, um, but if you if you do end up trying one of these, let me know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have tried those before. They used to be called like a struggle meal, I guess. It's called aperitivo where I come from, but yeah, I get it. I guess there is some comfort in. I guess maybe girl, they mean it in the literal sense of not just a female, but like a small child that kind of like I'm not a woman I'm not a woman yet I'm not a grown up so I eat cheese and cracker for dinner with my hands is it that kind of like I just need to I just need to feel like baby because maybe you know maybe of all the things yeah
1: maybe not all the things not all the things did uh <laughs> i wanted to ask you about because I, I i did give you a present twitter is a dumpster fire right now so i
0: need to eat like a baby sorry go ahead. i
1: gave you a present this week that arrived and i just wanted to know uh, if you had tried it yet. it's we've been waiting for a while for this so i just wanted to know if, if how it tasted like what's your review for all our ipa heads out there listening
0: chris was nice enough to order what is it, like, two three months ago now (laughs) yeah forever
1: i i I forgot about (laughs) it until i got the update yeah i would say at least two months maybe longer okay
0: from from the company from the fake company conservative dads it's ultra right 100 percent woke free american beer um chris got this you know he likes to get me all kinds of stuff like this black rifle coffee you know ar-15s he's such a funny guy uh and then on the can instead of ultra light beer it's ultra right beer and then (laughs) so clever clever. it says eat steak lift weights be uncensorable (laughs) and drink a
1: little beer and that's a quote directly from conservative dad oh my god that's one of the, that's that's truly one of the dumbest things i've ever read be un what is it be what un be uncensorable i don't i'm pretty <laughs> sure which means be okay
0: with saying bad
1: stuff i don't think that's a word but okay i mean they they, they kind of do their own thing over here at conservative dad unfortunately um,
0: um that quote as as funny as it sounds and as ridiculous as it sounds unfortunately I check all of those boxes with a bold pen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No. Sure, sure. I love getting after a dope ass steak. I lift weights probably five days a week. It's not even a big deal. And sometimes I say retard on this show. And I I drank a beer yesterday, so I guess I'm a conservative dad. Who knew? Uh, if you're my kid, send me a DM. What's <laughs> we'll build? So what is it? <laughs> what is? <laughs> but it? yeah. So this so this package arrived. It, this is a six pack, and it 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 says it's as if you know when you like order a a nalgene like a custom nalgene like a one-off kind of thing and it comes and it just feels like the plastic is different and like it's not printed on there it's like a weird heat wrap sticker and like the weight of it feels wrong all like everything about it feels wrong you know what i mean when you get one of those products and that's what this is like it's a six pack of canned beer and it looks like they got like their nephew to like figure out a way to like put these print these labels on like a generic can of beer. It's as cheaply made as you could ever imagine. Alibaba shit makes Alibaba look like fucking
1: world net. I bet they made so much money on this. Like I don't even want to think yeah. about it even for just a week.
0: They made half a million overnight yeah, yeah. probably.
1: So but it,
0: it arrived. It was so funny. So it's a six pack and it arrived in a cardboard box that was about you know as thin as a piece of paper just beat to shit. You know, and and anytime you order other things, there's like special, like if you get a thing, a Gia, you know, some some engineer made this transporting thing. And this was just like, it was like I bought a pair of old socks on eBay. And they're like, just throw it in this worst shit ever. And it's like carbonated (laughs) alcohol. And also, they just, you just deliver beer to the house. There's like, like a little, like my son my little fast-ass kid son could have just answered the door opened the box and just started chugging a bunch of let's go Brandon beer Well, wow, you
1: are really right wing now. now all that
0: is to be said I haven't tried it yet. I, I'm trying to figure out how I can create content around it. I don't have a gun though.
1: Yeah, that that's going to be a limiting factor. I think as far as content creation goes, but <laughs> you could probably I feel like you can incorporate. A, I can get one. You can incorporate a cooler. Yeah, borrow a gun, borrow a truck something. I just I wonder if it actually tastes bad or if it's just going to taste like Bud Light or whatever regular shit beer. I, I have a feeling it can't be that different. It probably can't wise. be that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be as bad as all other bad beer, I'm assuming. But yeah, I'm trying to think because I don't want to just like, you know, create content where I'm like smashing it with a hammer or shooting it with a gun and then have a fucking... Proud boy, come kill my family.
1: I think you should be drunk driving. Like, I think you should, dr- dr- like, drink it while you're driving.
0: Okay. Now, this is good. This is why they say... Um faster alone further together I should have reached out to my network to ideate because your first idea is already so much better than mine okay so i just drunk drive i'll i'll, I'll get my wife to film me drunk driving for instagram yeah exactly I'm in my the, 40s.
1: like it, it's you know what would be the cool juxtaposition of in the in the tesla you cracking that beer mm. that would kind of really that's good stuff because then it's like what is this guy where does he stand we don't understand he's all over the place okay i'm, I'm in the tesla i'm drunk driving um, and I'm listening to like
0: This American Life on the radio, or like yeah, what's the most I was about to say, I think you, I think you, I think you need I to be
1: to. yeah, I think you need to be listening to some liberal tunage mm-hmm. to make sure that that kind of that point is driven home. Because if you were listening to Morgan Wade or something, it'd be too it'd be too over the line. Yeah. So I think yeah, just some tasteful, tasteful NPR kind of Terry Gross mm-hmm. background. The Daily. Um, you driving through the beautiful, the leafy suburban streets that you live in, and you're just chugging the beer while driving and and your hands on the wheel because you don't believe in that self-driving shit
0: yeah 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 and uh cops pull me over sir you've been drinking and i go and i burp in his face and am like yeah i've been drinking this and they're like oh dude that is so sick yeah <laughs> And then they give me a police <laughs> escort back home like I'm you, fucking Bob Hope or something.
1: That's it. bro. <laughs> D- done. Perfect. That is it. We just did it, bro. Do you see how fast that was? That's amazing. This is what these agencies are getting paid hundreds of thousands for this stuff. We do it for free every every week. I mean, it's it's honestly insane. How long gone? um how long gone thank you for joining us uh we will be back this week with more podcasts we got some wild ones this week if everything if everything goes as planned um wild ones i'll continue suffering uh through new york city um and jason will be continue living his charmed life and i think that's really it uh yeah you know tickets for toronto go get them there's a a few left um more on that soon uh and we're going to announce our guests for london for the fourth soon as well for the sold out show fifth get your tickets there's a few left to that with with friend of the show raven smith who i'm actually seeing this week he's in the big apple to launch his book uh in, in america
0: yeah he's he invited me to it but mate i'm not in town unfortunately and i'll
1: be in new york
0: um like next week almost yeah
1: i know it's coming soon uh, on the 17th oh no, it's coming soon yeah A quick- so
0: yeah thank y'all for listening and and i'm i i have switched my pilates up to three times three days this week so
1: please pray for me oh wow he's long and lean how long gone thank you guys for listening bye i wow.